Hello, beautiful. You are listening to Mind Body Clarity. I am Amber Price, and I help women just like you reclaim your personal power by developing your intuition so that you can align authentically to a lifestyle that you create and design through empowered choices. I am going to share tips and strategies to help you live in alignment with your authentic self and feel empowered to make decisions with clarity. Let's go. Today, I wanted to discuss dying. Dying is something that you're going to experience at any point in your life because you are human. And when you live, the duality of that is dying and death. Today, I don't want to talk so much about death as as much as I want to talk about dying and the spiritual impact of that the soul's impact of dying. Not only to the person who's actively dying, but to the living around the dying person. We know that dying is a transition state. It allows a person that's in a physical body to transition into a different state, which is the spirit state, where it's fully soul, no body. We are just in the state of higher ascension, higher consciousness. So essentially, it's an ascension. It's an ascension to our higher self, back to the awareness of what our true self is. It is our soul. It is the spirit world. It's the spirit body. It's the spirit connection. And when that ascension happens to that higher consciousness. Essentially, when we release our physical body, we we will no longer experience any of those physical ailments or injuries or things that are holding us back physically, as well as emotionally. Our emotion body is also released. If we are experiencing any emotional distress or mental illness or things that are creating blocks or barriers for us, when we are dying, it is a position in which we are allowed to release, or not allowed to, but capable of releasing those external things to take it right back to the higher consciousness, which is your soul, your ultimate soul. And the ending of the physical life is only physical. Life still exists after this transition state in the non-physical ways. And what I've learned as being a medium is that no matter what your belief system is or your religious beliefs are, this dying happens the same way. There's a variation of how people experience it, of course. If we're just talking about this transition state, that is happening very similar for everybody, no matter what the belief system is, no matter what your physical 
um, ailment is, no matter what your mental state is, the, the actual transition point of dying to, from the physical body to the soul, to the spirit body is the same. When you're experiencing someone around you that is dying, talking to them, regardless of their level of consciousness, and spending time with them, again, despite if they are conscious or unconscious, semi-conscious, it doesn't matter, the soul will still be aware that you are there. And from a very high soul level, will be able to keep those things as memories and recall them later. So when I'm connecting people to their spirit family, their loved ones that have passed away, they often will validate things that were said to them while they were still living in the physical body, despite the fact that they were fully unconscious and unable to communicate back to them. They were also aware of certain gifts or traditions or visitors or the location at which they were at the time of their process of dying. And that's because that is happening at a soul level. The soul is still present while the physical body is dying. And so anything that's happening around that point, the soul is able to witness, be aware of, hold on to, and later be able to validate to their loved ones through a medium or through a dream or a connection directly to the person. And more importantly, they're able to use that for their soul's ascension. Maybe that was something that was extremely important in what needs to happen to either help them forgive or have peace or um, something that is more important for their soul. And that's how come their soul is recognizing it, identifying it, and remembering it. The other thing is during the dying state, oftentimes... I've been told that the soul has left the physical body before the physical body ceases to live. So a lot of times, for instance, if someone is experiencing a very um, painful or traumatic dying experience, their soul will allow itself to disconnect from the physical body so that they, it, they don't have to experience the things that the physical body is experiencing. And I've questioned that. I've said, well, why does it look like you are experiencing those things and you're telling me your soul has detached? And they said, it's the same thing as when I'm born. When any human is born, there might be someone on the planet or someone in history that remembers the process of being born, especially people that are truly psychic and have that connection. But when you think about when you were born into this world, into your physical body, it's a very unlikely that you remember the process of coming through the birth canal or experiencing the labor, the contractions 
um, moments during delivery, whether it was um, natural or delivered by cesarean or traumatic or um, calm, it doesn't matter. Our physical body and our soul are allowed to have a momentary uh, detachment from each other so that we don't have to fully um, acknowledge and become aware and experience something like that. So they have explained it to me as though it's the same thing in dying. Yes, our physical body to everyone looking at it is experiencing the physical sensations. However, the detachment comes from the ability to protect itself from things that it doesn't need to experience. And I thought that that was a great explanation because, for instance, I don't remember being born, but I I do feel claustrophobic at some points. And what I have been made aware of from my soul's perspective when I'm looking into that is although I was able to detach my soul from my birth, my physical body still experienced some level of trauma coming through the birth canal or maybe the length of time that it was. And so my claustrophobia in certain moments, not all the time, like I don't even think that that's something that I experience that's a huge issue, but in there are certain moments where I'll have a flash of that. And it kind of resides from this moment of, of being born. But again, it's not something that I deal with every day, all day. It's not something that comes every situation where I feel like I can't move around, but it does give me a perspective to that. Now, when someone is dying, what can happen in terms of say, something happening during the dying experience that might be traumatic to them, maybe something that they bring and they have to go through. So for instance, if their physical body and their soul has detached for that mo- for those moments leading through the dying experience and they are in pain, their soul will recognize and understand that there was pain and suffering, especially leading up to, but that they are not fully, just as though I am not every day, all day affected by it. It's an awareness of that this is where it came from and this is why. And so that's why during a medium session, somebody may, because I'm an empath, somebody may tell me, this is how I felt, or this is the physical issues that I might've experienced, or this is how, or this is what my diagnosis was, because they need us to be aware that they they fully knew that that's what was going on, but it's not something that has given them something to be traumatized about in a sense of that their soul could not pass through to be where it's supposed to be next. Like they're not preventing their soul from moving on because of it. So that is why that part of the dying process is important in terms of spiritual impact. A lot of times also, someone who is dying may prevent themselves from dying before someone that they really want to connect with arrives to see them. Again, it doesn't matter about their state of consciousness. If they are waiting for a child or a parent or a spouse or a sibling or their best friend 
to come to say goodbye or to see them one last time, they may delay the the death experience by staying in the dying state. And that is just their way of being able to provide their own soul or the soul of the other person what it needs so that it is able to process things the proper way and it won't cause more harm in the end. Now, the opposite is true. I have also seen where people will be actively dying and their family and friends will be with them all the time. And finally, someone will say, just go home for dinner, have a shower, run to the bathroom or go down to the gift shop. And it's in those quick moments that someone has left their side that the person dies. And I've, I've asked spirit this question as well. Like, why would you choose that moment to die when you know that the person was waiting or people were waiting for you to be there with you, to send you off, to help you through that transition period. And the answer is always the same in those moments. It would impact their loved one's souls in a negative way by witnessing it or being there or their own soul. If, if they loved their children and their family so much, let's say, I'm just using examples of who it might be. If they loved their loved ones so much and saying goodbye to them would hurt so much and not want them to leave, they would continue to stay in the dying state and not want to cross into death, into the death state. So, so sometimes it's necessary for their own soul to take the moment where they don't have to choose between staying for their loved ones and and die and actively entering into the death experience. So that is an important, important process to know. Like a lot of times, even though we suffer with um, the remorse of, I just left for a minute and they died and I'm, I'm carrying this guilt around. The answer is generally always the same. It's it would have done more harm for me to stay. It would have been too hard for me to say goodbye. And also it might've impacted you in a more negative way than if I went while you were not by my side. So, so the soul and the physical body and the emotional body, the mental body will work together to know that it is for the highest good of all involved to either wait for someone to be there or to wait for someone to not be there. And sometimes it's necessary for someone to tell the person who's dying that it's okay to go, that it's okay that they did a good job, that they are loved, that they have been whatever, whatever to you, that's your own personal experience, but it is okay to transition. It's okay to go because they may be holding on for the living. Maybe there's strife in the family. Things are rocky. They feel like they need to be there to make someone happy that, you know, them dying is going to cause 
them heartache. Like sometimes it's just necessary for someone to say it is okay to let go. Now, dying people also have been said, and I have witnessed this myself actually during um, my time as a palliative care worker, where I've been with people who are actively dying. And one of the things that I have witnessed is that the dying person will see the spirits of their deceased loved ones. So they may see the apparitions or actually have visions, or they might think they're talking to them. They might hear them. They might remember something about, you know, maybe they're bringing their famous cookies or, you know, they think that they're standing at the end of the bed. There's, there's a lot of experiences and situations in which people that are dying have been known to connect with the spirits of their loved ones. And what I have understood that happens in that scenario is that the loved ones in the spirit world have come to transition them, to welcome them. It's like saying, hey, you're not going to be lost. You're not going to be alone. You're not going to have to try to find us. Here we are. And sometimes what I've heard is that they actually will be there and it's an enticement to get them to come. Meaning if, you know, they've lived their whole lives without their parents and then their parents are coming to greet them and saying, look, come and visit us, come and be with us. Like now we can connect again. That might be something that they're happy to do, that their, their love for their parents or their children or their siblings or their friends or whatever has given them you know, no fear, just pure love, pure love connection. And that allows them to feel safe to make this transition. So dying is ultimately an experience that affects not only the person that's dying, but the friends and family members that are around this person. And dying is often a catalyst for soul lessons, life lessons that are giving us the opportunity to resolve them. So when someone is dying, you might have family challenges, difficult conversations, conflicts. Um, you might have, you know, oh my goodness, terrible, horrible things that are happening during a dying experience because it's bringing out a lot of underlying things that have not been resolved or have been pushed away or there's hurt there. Um, the wounds are big and it's, it's, you're playing that out with the people around you, but also dying can also offer the opportunity for love, for reconnection, forgiveness, to have relationships rekindled, flourish. It's, it's an opportunity to really provide what the soul needs that's for the highest good and for what you've been delaying to this moment. 
So there are some experiences where someone is dying, the family and friends come together, everything is sorted out, everyone knows what the plan is. It's a very, um, you know, as best of an experience as you can make it for what it is. And people move on and they grieve together, they love together, and it was the best you can imagine. Because they're... There are no underlying things that had to come up. Everything was resolved as you go along. Everything was in order. The communication was there. Uh, If things did pop up, everybody worked through them. But then there's also experiences where someone is dying and the family is torn apart. People are fighting maybe over healthcare treatments or options Maybe who's going to have the person live with them while they're dying? Who's taking care of them? What happens with their estate, their money, their home, their belongings? You know, and so so dying is really unearthing the things that have been denied up until that point. And sometimes it's about one little thing that it isn't even about that, but it's about the bigger thing, not being heard, not being acknowledged, not being seen, um, you know, feeling like the black sheep of the family, whatever that looks like. But, but dying gives us the opportunity for always duality, always the duality coming together or having experiences that can take us apart. And even during those moments where, someone is dying and this is what's going on, it still is an opportunity for things to change as a result down the road. Like it might take months to to figure out a conflict, but then ultimately you come to some sort of agreement and peace. Dying also is an opportunity for us to see what we are losing, what we've had, maybe what we took for granted, And really, ultimately, the value of the life that is leaving us at this moment. How well this person lived, how how much love that they created, the traditions, the experiences, the moments, the big moments, the little moments, it doesn't matter. But it allows us to reminisce, to reflect, and to feel and work through those things. And it's never too late. That's what I've learned from being a medium and connecting with people that are now in the soul or spirit form is it's never too late. It doesn't matter when you come to this awareness. It just matters that, that it happens and everybody does it at its own, at their own pace. So there are probably hundreds of more points that I could talk about, about dying and the impact spiritually. But for now, what I want to close with is dying can leave us feeling out of control. So staying grounded is going to be your biggest, oh my goodness, the biggest advantage really If you can set healthy boundaries, make empowered choices, and use your support system, especially when communication's involved here, communicate your needs. 
People will come to you and want to support you and help you and show their love and their support. And it might be people that, you know, haven't been actively involved day to day, but this person made an impact on their life, regardless of if it was an everyday, all day thing. So they also will want to show their support and their love and their help in any way that they can. So if you need something or you want a break or you need to just talk or whatever it is, you, you have to communicate those things. Staying hydrated and sleeping and obviously eating high vibrational foods. And by high vibrational, I would mean fruits and vegetables and lean proteins. Things that make you feel good. You know, processed foods and sugars and things, fats and things like that. They might give you that comfort for the moment, but ultimately they're going to drain your energy. They're going to impact it in a negative way. So you're not going to have the endurance or the patience or tolerance to, to continue for the momentum that's needed. Um, and I'm not saying you can't do it at any point because of course we're, we're going to want to indulge in certain things at certain points, but try to have the balance of, um, the high vibrational foods to give you the better part of the daily intake. Now, energy sits in you. It sits in your physical body. So moving your body, walking, getting up, moving your direction, especially when you start to feel emotional, um, getting up and changing your physical position is going to help to move the energy through you. So all you can do during the dying experience is really identify what it is you need, what you desire, and try to take each moment as it comes and giving yourself what it is that you need in those moments. Get your body moving. Don't forget to breathe and allow yourself to really experience this because no matter which way you cut it, you will experience it now or later. It's going to come up. So you might want to journal or meditate. You might want to write a letter you might need to sing or play guitar. You might need to, you know, dance in the kitchen. You might need to scream in the shower. Allow this energy to move through your body, whichever way that it makes sense to you. And ultimately allow other people to go through this dying experience the way they need to and just support each other. And maybe it's just witnessing and sitting quiet, but it's just allowing this process to unfold. So those are some of the points that I wanted to talk about, about dying and the spiritual impact of the dying transition state. If you have any questions or want to connect with me further about any of this, please reach out. See you soon. You just listened to Mind Body Clarity with Amber Price. Please head over to www.amber-price.com to check out more information. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please share or rate it. See you next time.